All right, folks, good evening. Sorry about the late start. We are here for episode 82 of Biomast, uh, the ubiquitous CCP slash dust slash whatever we want to talk about sort of podcast. Uh, and and some, we'll probably see some feedback on that from the audience here pretty soon. But uh, we, we have a fun-filled show for you tonight, absolutely brimming with information. We have two CPM members here that are absolutely vibrating in the chat trying to figure out how they can, like, put as much information out as possible. There's some really earth shattering stuff out there. Oh wait, no, I'm talking about dust. Scratch all that. So uh, what what we do have is we have a, a kind of our usual suspects on tonight uh, in terms of the normal co normal host, but we do have uh, Darth Carbonite and Zarya Mindir on. So we should have a pretty fun show or at least good discussion as always when they're on. So without further ado, let's go ahead and hop right on into some introductions. Uh, and we'll start at the top of the list. So, Bate, please go ahead. Hello, everybody. My name is Awa Bate. I'm a member of the Incorruptibles Corporation in Dust and a writer for the Biomass blog. Awesome. Thanks, man. And let's see. Zell? I'm Soraya Zell. Um, I'm a co-host here on the show, a writer on the blog, and uh, there was a point in time where CCP listened to what I had to say and uh, sometimes ignored it. Probably, and we're all for the better for it, but you never know. Um, okay, Darth. Um, Darth Carbonite, member of CPM2, and Bates' name is still my favorite. <laughs> yes. Okay, well done. Um, let's see, Pokey. Pokey Draven from OSG Planetary Operations, co-host here on the show and writer for the Biomass blog. Thank you very much. And Zarya. Um, Zarya, member of CPM2, and a semi-regular guest on the show. Yes, you are, and probably one of our our favorite, one of our two favorite CPM members. Let's figure out who the other one is. Um, so, and I am Jason Larson. As usual, I am one of the purveyors of the Biomast uh, podcast channel. So, we have a few things to talk about, uh, kind of in-game news related, and then we'll probably try to pry out a minor CPM update, at least in terms of how the Logi event's going from Zarya and Darth. So, uh, we had two two basic things that we'll, we can kind of start the show with, kind of the, the formal news part, and then we'll kind of open it up a little bit more, maybe some tinfoily, maybe some different different random topics, because I've got a small list of things here in my uh, ever-present notebook. Uh, the first thing we did have, we are in the midst of the Logi event. I believe it's still going on until Monday. Is that is that accurate, guys? To the 4th. Oh, to the 4th. Okay. All right. Thank you. Um so they've got a little bit of time left, and it's a pretty low bar. It's like 10,000 more points, which is is literally probably four or five, you know, for even even the somebody that's struggling pretty good, that's, that's still a couple hours worth of playing at, at best. So it's not quite as grindy as some of the other ones, but uh, you do get a snappy, snappy Reptool BPO uh, that's basically a militia or standard variant. So it's fairly low tier in terms of its power quality, but I believe it does three targets for for repairs or, or reps um and i think that's that's apparently the the uniqueness of it uh that uh that the team over in ccp came up with for the event uh so without further ado i'll just open it up real quick uh any thoughts on the lodgy event seems yeah. like it seems like it's pretty easy and a lot of people it's received relatively well first I, I was wrong i was wrong about the date i was looking at another number it's the first it ends on the first Sorry about that. Ah, okay. So it's Tuesday. All right, got it. Yeah, I think overall the event was a lot more enjoyable than the previous ones. I didn't want to you know, gouge my eyeballs out. I was able to play and do what I normally do and, and actually get the reward fairly easily. So 
I enjoyed it for the most part. Yeah, that was, I think that was all of our goal with this particular event was that people could just play and not have to, um, not have to go out of their usual play style to get some, you know, arbitrary reward. So I'm glad if people are finding it to be that way. The reception we've gotten so far has been mostly positive. Um, lots of as people completing the event. Yeah, as always. But, you know, many people are completing the event and actually uh, giving input on what they think about the reward rather than how we've had it sometimes in the past with people not even being able to complete it. So that's good. So my understanding is that there's a, uh, a bit of a hiccup with the rep tool here. Uh, do you mind going into a little bit of detail on that? Well, in classic... Uh, I don't know, CCP fashion, something went wrong. Um, a lot of people have lost their uh, council repair tools. Um, it's not permanent. It's not intended. It is a bug. Um, CCP are surprised and are wondering what the heck happened. Um, but I would, I would expect them to fix it pretty soon, hopefully. Yep. No, that would be, that'd be very... Very friendly of them, I suspect. Um, okay. Well, it, it is kind of cool that they that they did a lodge event. Although, technically, I wouldn't really call this a lodge event. Just the reward is more of a lodge tool. I think you know, ten thousand war points is fairly generic. Uh, but it, it, I kudos to you guys for pushing for something that was not truly a week long like grind fest. You know. That was uh, which had been the hallmark of many previous CCP generated in-game events. Um, so the other thing that's probably significant that reached a little bit into the Eve Eve Online community as well was I mentioned in the like a lower entry I think for the uh, gosh what is that the faux news service that they have um, the scope yep the scope thank you thank you Pokey uh, that referenced a Dust Mercenary Corp. Uh, being involved in taking back a uh, an ore station, uh, so that was kind of cool, uh, which I thought was kind of a neat thing. So, so somebody at least acknowledged uh, that that we dust exist. At, at least at some point it did exist. That was that was good, and then and immediately you had people debating with it. No, they really didn't mean like like you know dust soldiers. Just is the same name though. So it's uh it, that was somewhat humorous. Uh, but I I'm just curious. Did the CPM? Did you guys have anything to do with pushing that for, or is that just Somebody randomly needed a name of a of a mercenary corp to put into the scope video, and accidentally picked one associated with dust. <laughs> I, I would go with the latter. Um, to my knowledge, unfortunately, no, we had no involvement with that. Yeah, I think, Not, I, think Aon, I, I think Aon tried was trying to claim that he had he was like the parent of of that or something at one point, or I, maybe I didn't understand his his entry. Well, he's always pushing for more lore connections etc um so perhaps that's where the message got confused but i i would not think that any of us had involvement no but. yeah that's fair because he he has been a, a a pretty strong champion for trying to make sure that the games um that all the ccp games including their new entries are are somewhat linked together in sort of the background sort of story or the context of of the game world yeah that i think that is his forte Yep, and, you know, and there there's a couple of pretty good posts. I mean, as you would as you would expect, it was one of those uh, you know, two things kind of really emerged I saw was one, well, once you get past the shock stunned and amazed, you know, phase that it, that it was mentioned, um 
part one was, boy, wouldn't it be cool if we had like an all indoor, like a sp- inside of a space station style map, which I think people have been asking for, for, I don't know, four years. Um, and then the next one was, wow, that would have been a, a perfect, uh, a perfect segue or segue into a, some kind of live event, uh, you know, unveiling like a, you know, a, a limited rotation map or something like that where, you, you know, so the event would, would settle around, um, so like, and I think a lot of people's minds are on that one because you're in the throes of the Lodgy event. So those are the two things that I caught out of that. And, and both, again, things I think probably everybody in this channel has said at least it uh, once or twice that we'd like to have, uh, you know, more, more space stationy or in ship maps, you know, shipboarding maps or something like that. Uh, and if there was a way to tie in uh, live game events into the greater EVE universe, which for the record, CCP, at least on the EVE online size, does spectacularly well uh often uh and in fact they let the players shape a lot of the storyline uh at least they, they certainly have here in recent memory uh so that was my general general thoughts in terms of uh that little bit of news which again was kind of cool it was it was a pretty neat thing I'm, i kind of enjoy that that sort of stuff in terms of uh how games work, you know, when they actually go to go to the effort of building a world around the game other than just what you can get you know you get a fairly generic first-person shooter game, but it's really the, you know, the story behind it or the world behind it. It can actually be quite fun, I think. So, um, any thoughts on the? Any other thoughts on the uh, lore edition or anything else remotely related to that, guys? Yeah, I mean, I think people can agree. For those who were around for one of the coolest events we had in Dust was the uh, Caldari Prime with the the Titan crashing into the, the only planet. event. That yeah. We had. <laughs> Hell like yeah. the actual proper event, but I mean, like that sort of thing. Like, everyone was like, "That was freaking cool." And that's how events should be, you know. It should be something like an actual event that something that happens, not just a, you know, random here have some extra stuff for doing X, Y, and Z. And I, you know, like like you said, I think that people would very much appreciate and enjoy if we could actually have more stuff like that that actually tied in with the universe and felt like we were actually, you know, part of the universe, even if there isn't direct interplay. Just being, you know, tied in would be really cool. Yeah, I think I think that's one of the things that um, generally I, I really uh, you know have continually w- wish that they would get better at because I can see how the live events go on the on the or they they would go on the Evo side and you you're really hoping at least I was really hoping at some point they would be able to, to execute something like that on the uh, on the dust side and I know the the few times that they tried to run tournaments it was just it, it was really really painful uh, and I keep hoping that they'll that they'll figure out a way to to run run a tournament again but i don't i'm not sure i see that coming anytime soon yeah i think that's a symptom of just it was one of those things that needed to be kind of programmed into the base game to handle that sort of things i know that they had to do some pretty extreme jerry rigging to get the that caldari prime event to work because they didn't actually build in a way to do it from the start and i think that's probably largely what prevented them from doing stuff like that or like you said the tournaments were always kind of hacked together uh that they never had the tools to make it happen easily and so they just avoided it due to the manpower required to, to pull them off which is a real shame yeah no i would definitely i would definitely agree with that uh i think that's a very uh very apropos statement in terms of like you know a lot of really good intentions and i think that they had they were on the verge of being able to do some pretty good pretty good stuff back in the day but just no, nothing really they could pull off um okay so I guess my at this point in the show, 
we will generally open it up to find out what you guys want to talk about tonight. This is kind of one of these freeform shows that we occasionally have. There's a there's a fair bit of news out in the gaming community in terms of uh, you know some some things that are in open beta right now that we've been kind of watching. Uh, Rainbow Six is out in open beta or was here uh, up to last day or so. Drops this week, and we've we've had several people uh, that we have all played with that have jumped onto it. I actually tested out the uh, the beta a little bit. Uh, it's kind of it's pretty interesting. Uh, it, it's very encapsulated. Just my you know, thumbnail review of it. Uh, you know, with all the appropriate noises about yes, we acknowledge it's in beta and all that good stuff, and don't really don't really know what the final product's going to look like, although it, it, I think it like hits the stores in about a week. Um, I would offer that it's very, very much kind of has the classic uh, Rainbow Six feel to it. It's, it's very smooth. It runs really, really slick. It's nice, you know, good movement style. Uh, the graphics aren't um, top shelf, but they are quite serviceable. Very good. Uh, they, the gameplay itself is, is, it really comes down to two things. You really have to like uh, tactical shooters, and it, it's very much you can get into a little bit of a you know kind of an FPS chess match kind of kind of feel to it. And the part two, at least in the beta that I was in, um, which and I literally I've got maybe three hours of gameplay total in it. Um, if you do not have a squad, because it's like five v five, if you do not have your own squad, it is an insanely aggravating experience, or at least it was. Um, so friendly fire is definitely a thing. Stupid people doing stupid things, definitely a thing. Uh, people just trolling other people, definitely a thing. Um, so when, when you do get it right, it seems like it'd be a game if you had like a, a fairly sharp group of people, or at least people that wanted to actively work together and have fun playing the game you would have a lot of fun at the game. You, I, I truly believe like it's set up where you can have a lot of fun in a group. Uh, it is at least what I saw in the beta. It is not set up for that. If you're a solo player. Uh, so take, th- take that as you will. Well, that probably mm-hmm. rules me out for buying it. Cause I tend to expect to find people in a game to play with. Yeah. Now I, I think, I think this is one that you kind of really need to have like your list of PSN friends or something that you hop in with. Uh, and at least that's, that's my impression. Yeah. Screw that. Well, I mean, it doesn't, it also doesn't have, a, it, at least to my knowledge, I don't believe it has like a single player storyline at all. Uh, so I don't need that, single player. It's kind I, of true. I mean, yeah. Well, like I said, it's it's it is different. Um, it's it's also a relatively the maps can be kind of big and very complex. Uh, you know, I mean they're basically single structures like a building or a house or something like that. Uh, but so they can be relatively large. But they're it's a fairly mono stylistic gameplay. So unless they have a bunch of shit in their sleeve for when it comes out, it's uh, if you like Rainbow Six and you like tactical shooter games. Uh, and you have maybe a, a pool of people that you can play with, I would recommend it. Uh, it's probably worth worth your money. Uh, if you don't like those kind of games or you don't enjoy playing with people, you know, like a regular pool of people that you can play with, it may not be very fun for you. Uh, it just may not be the right, right game for you. So like I said, not an in-depth review by any stretch of the imagination, but I would say that's my thumbnail 
sketch type answer on um, you know what that game felt like. Uh, anybody have any other games they've been trying out or, or uh, play testing here recently? Well, outside of games, really quick, I did want to mention I I did just. Uh... Earlier today, get to watch the episode of Doctor Who that Jason spoiled and ruined oh, for me on. last week. Um, I thought that should be stated. Um, but uh, um, no, so I still can't try any of the things I want to try. I'm I'm dying to play Overwatch. I really am. Um, I I'm I've got my cursor hovering over the pre-order button, but I'd like to get into the beta and see how it plays. Like again with with your Rainbow Six, I've I ever ever since I first heard about it, it sounds really interesting to me. Your your notions actually give me pause, and of course I haven't had a chance to actually try the game, so I don't know if I would like it. I don't want to spend a lot of money until I know, yeah, I'm going to enjoy this. Um, you know, if I don't get a chance to try a game before I buy it, then it tends to end up one of those things that I just pick up on a Steam sale, because I'm like, oh, it's $5, why not? Um, because I'm really dying to play Overwatch, and they still have not selected me for that. And I'm also really dying to try the new uh, Star Citizen 2.0, which actually has your ability to, you know, take off with your ships and use multi-crew ships with multiple players involved and fly them around and land on stations and warp out to missions and stuff like that. There's, there, it's kind of they're calling it the baby, uh, baby persistent universe um, because you, it's the first time that a ton of players can actually interact with their ships um, in an open-ended way. Um, and there's been some really cool videos on YouTube of, you know, people, um, landing on a station and going around and looking out and seeing a ship coming at them and them actually like, they're like literally able to stand in the station and fire a rifle and hit the ship that's out, you know, out a few hundred yards, um, you know, bullets in space and whatnot. Um, and, and for them to actually land on the station, come after you, kill them, you go out, steal their ship. It, it, it's that sort of stuff. It's a lot of fun. It, it looks really, really cool. And they do have, you know, that kind of the, the first person, um, that first person combat and, and space piloting operating in a single shared space, not just connected. Uh, if they actually pull that off, that's actually pretty neat. Uh, it just it makes you kind of wonder how that really works because the the game physically can get you know well physically, but it, it can get really big really quick. And I think the you know the potential for error or for um, you know rough rough spots in the game starts to increase fairly ex- exponentially at that point. But but I mean it, conceptually, I guess it could work a lot like like what Battlefield or battlefront rather i mean that that's more or less what it sounds like and in, in uh... I, I did put a video in the skype channel um about a half an hour ago but yeah it's it it looks really good i know that a lot of the blocking issues that kept it from being deployed where they're like well the game kind of grinds to a halt if you have more than two players in it and then they got it up to like 16 and so they you know they've they've been dealing with there's certainly a lot of uh overhead involved and performance issues to work out for it um but from what I've seen, they seem to have a lot put together, and I, I'm really, really anxious to uh, get my hands on it myself. Yeah, that's something I think I've been worried about with Star Citizen is that, you know, I mean, sure, they may get it working, but it, it may cause so many technical problems or require, you know, people to have such high-end PCs to run it properly at an you know, appreciable frame rate or, or whatnot that it's it just may not work. I, I mean, like like Jason said, if they pull it off, it's going to be awesome, but I still remain very skeptical it'll actually be anything like they claim it's going to be and actually perform the way, you know, it needs to actually be a playable game. Yeah, I think, I think, 
my I'm very much in Pokey's camp on this with Star Citizen. I've just it seems too frenetic in terms of how it's being developed. You know, there's really no no idea if that's if it's going to be truly a really th- a real thing. I mean, I know there's pieces and parts coming out and dribs and drabs and stuff, but how does it all like snap link together at some point? I'll be kind of kind of curious to watch. Um, well, I, I think this build really is where they start, are starting to actually glue stuff together, as opposed to where they've just been giving you bits and pieces until now. Okay, well, I mean that's fair enough. I mean, like I said, it, it should be should be pretty interesting to see how this actually turns out. Then, let's see, let's see, Overwatch, Overwatch. Yep, that was one. Um, there's a, there's another MOBA coming out here pretty soon. It's like a Warhammer 40k styled MOBA that looked kind of interesting. I was, but the, I mean, if you've played the MOBA, they're generally, I mean, they are what they are. Uh, it's not too crazy. I tried the Heroes of the Storm thing for a little bit. That was okay for mindless entertainment, but ultimately, I, you know, I can play better games on my iPad. So, I, I, I have That's not hurtful. really played. That's hurtful, not man. played too too much of it. Well, I mean, like I said, there's a lot of people that get really into the MOBA games. Just not my thing. Um, it's re- it's not a it's not a style of game that I enjoy readily. Uh, nor do I understand how people become can become so. Um, I don't know, frothing about it, you know, when, when you get, get these guys, it's like the classic League of Legends kind of jazz. Uh, there's some people that get pretty, pretty into that stuff. And I, it's just not my thing. Yeah. I mean, Heroes was, was fun and all. It just, it didn't hold me like other games can. And so it's, it's one of those things where it's like, well, yeah, it's amusing every once in a while, but there's other stuff I'd rather play. And so it just, it didn't grasp me. Yeah. I think that's probably a good way to describe it. It, it was, it is not a, it is not a boring game. It can be quite quite a bit of fun, uh, and, and I think they did a good job of making what at first seems like a fairly good entry level MOBA, you know, like a fairly basic game. It can be pretty complex, you know, once you get really into it, but not a real, just not something for me anyway. I'm not a huge MOBA guy, but um, I think that like I would be interested in the uh, the Warhammer 40k one, if only just to, to kind of see how they handle the game. I, I used to I've read the, read a lot of the you know the fluff humor and the like or a, a lot of the novels. There's a huge suite of novels that goes with Warhammer 40k. Uh, I have not tried Star Wars Battlefront. Uh, not my thing. Uh, I I was I had high hopes for the game, but everybody I've talked to that have actually laid hands on it says it's it's just it's not it, it's just way 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 too too dumbed down too vanilla. So. I don't know. I'm kind it, of holding off on boring. that. Yeah, it that's that's boring. usually what people say. Yeah, it's kind of the same way I felt about Heroes. Like, I was like, okay, well, this is amusing, but it just it didn't grasp me enough to actually want to come back and keep playing it for a long period of time. I mean, I did the, the beta, and I was like, okay, well, we're done with that, and that was it. You know, like, I have no desire to buy it or even play it if it was free. Even though it wasn't a bad game, it just wasn't that good for me. Yeah, no, I think that's probably that's probably fair. Um, trying to think what else. What else is out there that's popping around that might be interesting? Um, anybody else got any games they're picking up for Christmas that uh, they're interested to get their sink their hands into? I've actually been thinking about grabbing the because uh, I think they released Uncharted one in one through three for like a, an HD version on PS4, and then obviously Uncharted Four is coming out. Has anyone played that? Like, is that worth picking up? Um, I I played a couple of them, and they were. Hmm. They were fun, 
I mean, not terribly challenging in my opinion. Not not the most immersive, awesome gaming experience I've had had in my life. But I mean, I got I got my hands on a couple of them for free and played through them, and it was you know I didn't feel like I completely wasted my time either. So I think they're fantastic. Would would recommend. Yeah, I'm with that. I, I mean, it, it's a. They're fun, but it's more, you know, you're playing it for the story or whatever, I feel. Highly recommend picking them up. Yeah, I mean, that's fair. It's it's just, you know, if you're going to pick up three, four games, I want to make sure it's actually worth getting into. Because if I'm not going to enjoy the first one, and then, you know, I've got all these games, you know, that I'm, I'm sitting on. Well, there's so, the collection, right? So <laughs> Right, right. Yeah, and with the collection, you get... um access to the uncharted 4 multiplayer beta when uh naughty dog makes that available if i'm not mistaken okay then that's pretty fair i mean it's it's one of those things that i i've been seeing for years obviously and i just never touched but you know when they release an hd you know trilogy and then you know i figure it's it might be worth looking into because it's usually a pretty good deal yeah i think the the only other thing that's uh coming out at least in the relative near term and that's kind of, that's kind of even stretching i think is uh if you if anybody in here has played telltale games like uh if you're a fan of the old choose your own adventure books like when you're growing up as a kid or whatever uh that's kind of the the modern I've played, version I've played of those. poker night at the inventory too but <laughs> that's about it the uh but tell, telltale games are, are actually quite good they're definitely they're basically choose your own adventure story games for all, all intents and purposes, there's not a lot of actual choppy choppy slash slash shooty stuff going on in the game. Um, they they do an excellent job with Game of Thrones. They did a they did a, an absolutely phenomenal job with um, The Wolf Among Us and uh, Walking Dead. Th- those kind of properties. Uh, but they've got another. They're they're, they're they're an episodic game, so it comes out and you get episode one, and it's got the frame, you know, like the basically the framework of the game, and then you, you get the episodes periodically. You have to pay like for those seri- separately, don't you? Yeah, it, or you get like a season pass kind of thing. It's much like a serialized sort of digital uh, interactive story. They're, they're really good. They're written exceptionally well, generally, and they're acted pretty well. Um, they've got a Game of Thrones one coming out. They're episode three. I don't want to say January or February, I thought, but um, those are, those are actually well worth the time. Uh, you know, we, you know, even if you don't, if you tend to play a lot more action oriented games and stuff, you can pick those up and, and actually have a, a, a pretty, pretty engaging time with them. So, you know, th- those aren't too bad. Uh, I would recommend some of those. The Wolf Among Us is, is really, really excellent. It's like a cell shaded style, um, style game, very, very sort of noir comic sort of, uh, visuals really well done extremely well written uh, fun fun game I do recommend that one Tales from the Borderlands also picked that up recently uh, played the oh, first how'd you, episode hey, how'd you like that only played the first episode pretty hilarious uh, looking forward to playing the rest of it but it's telltale fair yeah there you go how much is like a season pass for one of those sent you back like the Borderlands one for example because that's probably what I'm most interested in um 40 bucks i don't think i didn't think it was that much 30 it might be i know for the oh shit for the um uh was it the walking dead one they put that on the disc they had um all five um all five episodes for the season for i want to say it was about 30 40 bucks so you may just want to wait for that if you're thinking about getting it 
And, and yeah. about how much, we'll say playtime, but I mean, how, how long do these last usually, like in terms of like, how many hours? Um, I did Walking Dead in, uh, I want to say maybe eight hours. So it's about two hours an episode or so. Yeah, that's that's probably about right. Yeah, because for me, I mean, the, the the time that I get out of a game is, you know, it's very important compared to you know the price. That's why I ask. So I'll, I'll take a look at it, maybe see if there's some deals that pop up. Because you know, I, I'm a huge fan of the Borderlands series. So, you know, I, I've never done a Telltale game. I, I've seen them obviously. They've kind of been interested, but I haven't ever picked one up. But you know, if it, that one's funny and you know, I enjoy the humor in, in Borderlands, I think that might be worth looking at at least. It was discounted when I bought it just a couple of days ago. I don't know if it still is, um, but the season's over, so you can. You get the whole the complete thing. thing up, yeah. Yeah, I th- I th- you can get them on Steam, right? Yes, that's where I got mine. Yeah, I mean, you can probably probably catch a good sale off of that one. Uh, but they're, like I said, they're they could be pretty good. Their 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 strength is definitely um, a well written interactive story. Uh, I I used them as airport fodder, frankly, uh, and that's that was kind of how I got introduced to them, and they're surprisingly good. As a note, yeah. if if you're um, looking to buy stuff on steam at a discount you have like 37 and a half hours left to the current sale so do it, yeah. go poke do it now I'm, I'm looking it looks like it's 1250 for the whole thing so that that's actually probably worth it for me i might pick that up because it does look pretty cool and that's a pretty good price for the amount of time you get out of it i'd agree uh, while we're talking about telltale games real quick did anybody play the uh, the minecraft one yes uh, my son did, and I watched him. How was that? He, he's got uh, like of the three episodes that are out. It's actually really damn good. Uh, again, the writing is as you would expect from from Telltale. Uh, I mean, it is it's Minecraft, so it's not like sixty frames per second. You know, yeah, sure, like, sure. You know, flipping up and down a wall and two guns shooting and shit. So, but it's it's very engaging. It's it's actually. It's actually pretty good. I was very impressed with it. It, it. And if you think about it, like what you, you know, when you have a very stripped down visual game, you have to, if you want the game to be at all decent, you have to really focus on the content inside the game. So there's some puzzles and stuff like that, kind of your standard Minecraft fare, but there's actual puzzles that you need to figure out in the game, which were, were pretty good. Um, it's, if you like Minecraft and you're kind of enthusiastic about it, it you would enjoy it, but it's, it's a well done game. It's not bad. It's uh, it, it could be worth your time, I guess. It depends on what game, kind of games you like, though. Do we know when the division's coming out? Does that have a release date yet? I'm actually looking at it right now. April. That's not too bad. Don't uh, that, I think this is March on the PS PS site right now. No, that's actually real close then. Yeah, it says uh, yeah March eighth. I'm actually surprised we haven't seen more of it recently because of that release date. Mm-hmm. I figure uh, after the first of the year, you'll start seeing it. Anyway. Ubisoft is trying to put all their... They're trying to push Rainbow Six right now since it's, it opens in a week. That's fair. But yeah, that, that's one that's one I'm really actually interested in because that looks like more of the style of game that I enjoy um, over something like Siege. Yeah, I could see that. I'm, I'm pretty much down with that as well. Uh, let's see. I'm now, not... since that has Tom Clancy's name attached to it, I'm um, I'm guessing that's based off of one of his books. Yeah. Uh, okay. Have you ever read the original Rainbow Six? Uh, no, not the original one, but I think I read one of the others. I mean, Maybe. He, he wrote many, many books before he died, but uh, the Rainbow Six novel came out. Got, I mean, 
had to be 25 years ago, something like that. Uh, they were very well done, uh, very very good books uh, for for back in the day when they were written, and that actually started the the gaming franchise Rainbow Six, which was he, he traditionally did a lot of sort of Robert Ludlum style kind of uh, spy thrillers, like political espionage type thrillers. And Rainbow Six was definitely more of an action-oriented one, uh, and he expanded a few of what had been fairly periphery characters in his espionage novels that were sort of you know kind of your classic sort of special operations you know American James Bond type guys, and he he expanded that out into uh, a full novel. Uh, so. I don't remember. I, I assume it was Ubisoft originally. Whoever, like the original Rainbow Six came out, and it was pretty. There was not really a lot of games out there like it because it was a very, very detailed planning phase. Like big overhead maps, and you had to like lay down routes for every single member of the team, and you know give them different instructions at different waypoints and all this kind of stuff. And so you spent uh, about half of the time playing, planning the you know the fight you were going to have, and then you'd go execute it. Uh, and it was quite fun, actually. It was a lot of fun to play. And they iterated on it several times with multiple different Rainbow Six, um, you know, Rainbow Six uh, versions over the years. I think the one most guys probably you're in your age bracket might remember is like Rainbow Six Vegas. Yes. Um, so very much kind of how you know that was it. That was even a little bit more Call of Duty ish than what it used to be because it was. You used to have to go into like very meticulous detailed planning and you know where you were going to breach, how are you going to breach, what rooms you were clearing, and all this kind of stuff. Again, if you're into like kind of tactical chess matches, it was you know very much very much your cup of tea. Uh, but yeah, it started out as basically a you know a seri- you know one, like one standalone novel that grew into things like uh, Ghost Recon and all this other kind of stuff. Uh, that you see Tom Clancy's name being attached to for the most part. So he only wrote one of the wrote one rainbow six book. Cause I know I've read some of his exactly. other books, but I can't remember what they were. Okay. Well, it, like, it, there's a lot of, there's, you know, he wrote several and then he sort of uh, franchised it or at least his, his uh, fictional world. He franchised that out. And then you had things like, you know, like okay. net war and all this other kind of stuff. Uh, but a lot of it sort of stemmed out of his political novels, and then it, uh, and then Rainbow Six was again was more more of an action oriented one. Uh, he did the whole Hunt for Red October thing; that was his first real big novel, uh, oh. that kind of stuff. Several movies have been made; most of the movies are crap, but it's pretty. You know, he he had some pretty good intellectual property that he was dealing with. Gotcha. I thought the movies were vaguely entertaining, for the most part. I think it depends on which ones. Like, are you, you mean the the more recent ones or the the older oh, ones? Oh, Shadow Recruit was just god awful. Oh, I haven't I haven't seen anything associated with this. You know, since uh, I think Harrison Ford. Yeah, no, I'm thinking Jack I'm Ryan. thinking of the Harrison Ford era. Like, and, yeah, that was and that's where you should those stop. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, those those were relatively decent. They were the first one with Alec Baldwin uh, and Sean Connery. The Hunt for Red October was actually not bad either. It's that was a a, a relatively decent movie. Was it? And then the one that was um, the semi-recent, but not the not the most recent. That was that Ben Affleck. Some of our fears. Oh dear. That was, that was Affleck. I did Chris Pine? Wasn't he? Chris Pine the... is the new Shadow Recruit. That's the newest one. 
which was awful, as she said. Which was god awful. Don't oh, waste your time. God. Don't waste your time. Yeah, they, I mean, there's only so much they can do with that. They have to jazz up his books a lot uh, to make a movie worthy. You know, there's not a lot of like a lot of his books aren't. It's it's very tension filled, like dialogue and stuff happening, but it's not very actiony. So they really have to jazz those jazz those up quite a bit. Um, I think just I just check some out. It looks like there's a mirror mirror edge catalyst comes out on PS4 here relatively soon. That should be pretty fun. The first mirror's edge was a hell of a lot of fun. Yeah, absolutely. I'm looking forward to that a lot. That was actually the first game I purchased for PS3. So seeing the sequel come out after so many years is, is pretty exciting for me. If there was a game that I would want to see VR on, this would probably I was just probably about a pretty to say cool that. one. Yeah. People insist I'll get motion sickness, but I'll still try it. Yeah, it'd be it'd be actually pretty fun to, to give a stab at it. So all right. Well, so now that we've had our grab bag of game discussions, anything else on uh, games or stuff like that you guys want to throw out there? Well, it's not really game related, but I believe the trailer for uh, the new Captain America came out this yes! week. Yes! Yes! It did. Calm down. It was Calm pretty down. cool. I'm, 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 you know, I... I I don't, I'm not too familiar with you know the original stories, and I wasn't really a comic book uh, buff. But you know, I was kind of wondering how they were going to set up that conflict. But just from the trailer, it seems you know fairly believable, and it, it seems like it's, it fits fairly well into the Captain America movie so far. So you know, I, I think it'll actually be pretty good. I'm looking forward to it. Black Panther, though, oh yeah, that would be cool. Yeah, they 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 have thought this through. At least uh, that's it appears that they have. So. I'm I'm pretty optimistic I'm, about it. They're they're batting. They got a pretty good batting average right now in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I'm really looking forward to the film, and I want like I really don't want to see the trailer because I just hate the trailers they make for those films. They basically just kind of like every every actually funny one liner is stuffed into that one trailer, and it's just ugh. No. It's true. I don't <laughs> like the true. trailers for the Marvel stuff. I like the films. I don't like the trailers. The Age of Ultron trailer just blatantly showed you the final fight scene. It was uh, yeah, I mean, pretty bad. It, yeah, they're just so... Oh, God. Mm. Well, uh, you know, I'm actually actively avoiding a lot of the uh, Star Wars uh, trailers and, you know, sizzle reels and stuff right now, just so I can, I I can go in relatively either. cold into the theater because, you know, the, the little... the What little I've... You know, the, you, what I have seen of it, it looks... Very, very good. Um, so I'm cautiously optimistic that it will not go the way of Jar Jar Binks. Yeah, I, I definitely. Have... Sorry. Yeah, I, I definitely have been trying to avoid. I mean, I've seen the trailers, but that's about it. I mean, there's a lot of other information out and people speculating and stuff. And I, I really want to go into a cold and just, you know, because I'm sure there'll be some some cool plot twists. And I, I really want to get blindsided, like you know, people in the original three came out. So. You know, I, I again, I'm trying to avoid any spoilers whatsoever because you know I'm quite excited. I mean, this is obviously something that's near and dear to people of many generations. So, this coming out is is pretty big, and I don't want to be ruined by you know carelessly searching on the internet or you know people like Jay ruining it in on the podcast. TV show is irrelevant. <laughs> no, <laughs> it's not even the same thing. No, they're not. You can't you can't ruin Doctor Who like that. That's just mean. It was a pretty jerk move. 
So I have this thing called a kick button, and it's calling my name. Uh, but no, no, actually, I, I, I actually felt bad about that. I'm usually pretty mindful of spoilers, and, and I legitimately thought that I thought you'd seen it. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Awkward silence. I'm just, I'm just <laughs> saying, if I get to see Star Wars before you, there, there might be revenge available to me. I don't know. I, uh, that's, just, that's the path um, of the yeah, dark that's, side. Come that's on. That's going to be okay, problems. Moving, moving on from that topic, just so so you know, Zell doesn't talk, you know, dig himself a hole here. Um, Marvel. I dug myself a hole a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, another one. Another one. I mean, we're reached, like you don't want to reach the planet's core or anything. That's not good. Um, anyone watch the the new Marvel um, slash Netflix uh, TV yeah, just, show? Yeah, I'm a really couple good. episodes in. It's really, really good. Yeah, Same. I haven't finished. I haven't finished the season yet, but um, yeah, I'm I'm liking it. I'm liking it. It's a bit silly, but so are they all. So I mean, it's not new. Yeah, I mean, they they take it relative. I mean, the the Daredevil one was like really good this one's pretty solid i mean I'm, I'm pretty impressed i'm actually really really interested in the uh uh the dr strange one with benedict cumberbatch coming out pretty soon that should be pretty good same here oh was that going to be a <laughs> I, I was under the impression that it was going to be a movie is that oh, yeah, 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 that's, that's, now, yeah yeah that's a i think that's the next one that's gonna come out the next movie or the next tv show no it's movie. a movie i'm not sure it, it Definitely be after Civil War, but no, I mean, Will like, it? I mean, after like oh, I mean, next one, just next one it. in the next one in the sequence. I thought it was going to be the next one after that. I think it's. I think it comes in after Civil War. It, yeah, yeah. It, it should be the next one coming in because I don't think there's anything else that's actively filming for Marvel right now, or at least not that deep into it. And it's. I mean, it's got a pretty heavy <laughs> cast too. Oh, does it? Oh, the yeah. only one I've seen is Benedict Cumberbatch. Who else is in it? Well, you've got uh, Chulte, uh, Chulte Okafor. Uh, it, I'm trying to trying to think what you would have seen him in. Uh, have you, did you saw Firefly? Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, or Serenity, the movie. Mm-hmm. He was the agent. Oh. Okay. Really? Cool. Yep. He's he's Baron Mordo, uh, and Mads Mikkelsen's in it as well. Yeah. Casino Royale. Yeah, and he, he and pretty much anything that guy does, he's generally very good. And he's he plays Hannibal. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's really really excellent. So they've they've got some pretty heavy hitters in uh, in that. Let's see. Uh, I'm trying to think if there's any of the other ones coming out. I think that's really the I think that's really the big ones that are coming out here in the in short order. Well, relatively short order. You'll you'll get the. Uh, I think they're starting. To, they're starting to put together the Guardians of the Galaxy two here pretty quick. So I, if I'm not mistaken, it's going to go um, Civil War, Civil War Part One, Doctor Strange, Guardians of the Galaxy. I think is the order of march for the next few, and then they've got several other ones that are sort of in the offing that they're that they're messing around with right now. All right. Well. I think we have engaged quite a bit on a wide grab bag of topics so far. Has anybody got anything else they want to put out? Just like open open mic session right now. And I will take that as a no. So <laughs> uh, what uh, what I will do is uh, we'll go ahead and like uh, round up into some shout outs real quick. And I think we will... We will call it a night a little early, uh, since we are just a raft and bo- and we need some, awash with We need news. some long shout-outs. 
Yeah, we could do that. Uh, so, in light of that, we're going to lead it off with Sryzel, since I, you want to do a long shout-out. No, I don't have any shout-outs. That's why I'm hoping you guys are going to carry this for a bit. Well, I can do that. I can. I can. I, can, I got I mean, you there for a minute. <laughs> but I mean, you, but you yeah, still have to yeah. do your shout-out. I, I will come up with one. I, it, I don't know what it'll be to. I don't know who it'll be for. Um, okay, all right, just, I, just just open Google and then hit the I feel lucky button and give a shout out to whatever the first thing is that pops up. All right, bait, go ahead. Uh, I, unlike Zell, do have a long shout out. So I'd like to start off by giving a shout out to the CPM and CCP for their wonderful event. Um, we had some fun times in Corp Squad uh, during said event, so that was that was nice. A lot of people on. Um, I'd like to give a shout out uh, to my corporation, the Incorruptibles, for those fun times during. Uh, over the weekend, um, and to Ripley Riley for uh, giving uh, courtmates and I some uh, some fun pictures to uh, to bullshit with in Photoshop. Um, uh, what else? Shout out to this candle that's burning and making my room smell very nice. Bourbon and vanilla is a great Yankee candle flavor. And uh, shout out to Thanksgiving. Oh, well played. Oh, yeah. Hey, by the way, like as I break in midstream of shout outs, Thor Ragnarok is one of the ones, one of the next ones coming out as well. I think that comes Yay. out uh, two movies from now. Okay. Uh, Darth, go ahead, man. Uh, hmm. Not a whole lot. Uh, well, shout out to everybody and hope everyone had a good Thanksgiving weekend. Um, good luck with the week coming up and hopefully we'll have. More things to talk about next time. <laughs> Phantom Gun's got a district. <laughs> Woo. Oh, goodness gracious. Alrighty. Uh, let's see. Zarya, shout outs, please. Oh, dear. Um, okay. Uh, shout out to my favorite dropship pilots, Rue and Isak, who have been helping me, encouraging me, even though I'm still the worst ADS pilot in this game. But, you know, whatever. I'm trying. Woohoo! <laughs> Are your friends behind that that swarm nerf? What? She just said who they were. <laughs> Don't look at me. What? what? Zell, oh, are you being God. salty? Are you being I bet, salty? I bet they were Zell. Those bastards. That's um, what I'm feeling. I, I mean, well, I one of them, one of them actually actively um, spoke against some of the swarm nerfs on the forums before that hotfix. So that guy's cool. <laughs> okay. That's... Oh my god. All right. Maybe Pokey, that's okay. Please. Uh, I'm actually going to give a shout out to uh, Merk. Um I've been doing quite a bit of uh, images for the hashtag PortDust514 on Twitter, but he always uh, responds with some uh, ridiculous meme version of everything I do, which typically Hilmar himself will like and then not like the original, which is awesome. Um, but yeah, you should check out his his images on Twitter. They're hilarious and, and always uh, creative. So shout out to Catmark for uh, making I, my Saturdays very enjoyable. I have to enjoyable. say, though, I, I find it somewhat somewhat offensive when um, his, like, Logibro gets an appearance, but Logibro's hair does not. and That, that just seems weird to me. They, they they still are quite good though you have to admit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it it just be like the the hair d- needs to be recognized. Oh goodness! All right, the so... eyes are the important part. <laughs> All right, Ardzel, now is your chance to redeem yourself. Other than Logi Bro's hair, uh, what would you like to give? A, what and or who would you like to give a shout out to? Well, unfortunately, Google let me down because the only thing it really suggested was Pac Man, and I, I perfect. 
No, it just it's not perfect. It's it's disappointing and unfortunate. So Come on, you're a big fan of Pixels. I bet you love that movie. I I actually I did watch that movie about a week ago and I thought it was awful. Um True. <laughs> it's I mean, yeah, no. Uh, Adam Sandler has gone so so downhill. Um I mean, I was hoping at least based on the subject matter I'd be mildly amused, but it really wasn't. It, it really wasn't wasn't worth watching. But, you know, that's life. Um, yeah, I should do... That's what I really should do, is I should do, like, a movie review section, because I probably, I probably see a couple of movies a week at this point. But um, I'm finally going to watch Jurassic World. I got the rental for $0.10. Cents it's pretty legit. Microsoft deal. So I'll, I'll find out how that goes um, soon. But, uh, I, I will t- I will offer that uh, we watched it this weekend. Uh, Are you going to spoil it? No, I won't spoil it. Um, I If you can't figure out what's happening already in that movie, there's no hope for you. Well, I, um, you know, in fairness, I haven't seen any previous Jurassic Park movie. Okay. All right. Hold on. No, no, no. Hold up. I'm going to fix this. What's wrong with you? I'm going to fix this. So... By a quick show of hands in Skype, uh, or at least mumble rather, does anybody in here think that in a movie called Jurassic Park, World, Revenge, or whatever, if it says the word Jurassic, we're going to see dinosaurs? And when you have people and dinosaurs, as they say in the movies, there is going to be, this is how it starts, there's going to be a lot of running and then screaming and then people getting eaten, right? Is there any doubt that that's going to happen? So we can't really be spoiling anything for you. That's true. That's true. There are dinosaurs. But there might yeah. be like a surprise twist you might ruin for me. I don't know. I can't trust you anymore. I can't trust you anymore, Jay. Oh, that's okay. That's, that's quite all right. But it, he, it is legitimately a good that. movie. It, yes, I can. It, it is actually a, a pretty well put together kind of summer blockbuster movie. It's not highbrow in any stretch, but it's entertaining. It's very entertaining. Okay. All right. Is it more entertaining than the original Jurassic Park? No way. Uh, well, okay, two different. Okay, here's here's my theory on that one. Uh, the original Jurassic Park was unique because that was the first time we'd seen anything like that on the big screen in modern modern movie making, and they did an absolutely phenomenal job. Very well acted, um, and it played on very heavily, uh, you know, a sense of wonder of like, Hey, this is the first time we've seen these and we don't know what's going on. Uh, and it was all relatively plausible. What was going on? If you, the, the big premise of Jurassic world is dinosaurs. Have here comes the spoilers. Day. No, I mean, it's it, like, it, all it is, is it's literally an extension of the first movie, but 25, you know, 20, 25 year, whatever the time distance was, uh, like in real time, so t- plus 20 years. If you if they brought dinosaurs back to life 20 years ago, if you think with today's modern age, what people how they would think of dinosaurs, they're basically perceived as the same the same type of things you would see in a zoo. Like, wow, that's a big tiger, and it's in the zoo. It's a you know, and that's what that's real. That's a relative level of interest and amazement, which is dramatically different than the than the first movie. Uh, so I, I would say. It is the the first one was was a was a different movie. I enjoyed the first one more uh, because it was new and fresh. The, and the, but this one, uh, Chris Pratt's very good in it. He he makes movies very fun to watch. He's pretty good. Um, but they did this one uh, quite well, and they also played up the difference between what would have happened in twenty years if 
if you had dinosaurs and how would people react to them. So slightly, I like the original slightly better, but the, the new one is pretty solid. And Zarya in chat is asking who is Chris Pratt. I will leave that one alone. Oh, um, oh she's just trolling you. Relax. Yes. Oh, I, I'm not upset, but I, I did get a chuckle out of that one. <laughs> I've, I've uh, heard that Chris Pratt was the only good thing about the Jurassic World, but no. Eh, it's what it is. Um, okay, so real quick, I've got uh, a brief shout out. Uh, well, two things. One, Sans Pants Radio, which I hi- highly recommend. You can go on your podcast or your podcatcher and check it. Check those guys out. They actually have quite a few uh, really, really fun podcasts, really, really good stuff. Uh, generally, all, all everything we've talked about tonight, other than Dust 514, which they would literally have no, hopefully no idea what that is. Um, a lot of games, a lot of comic book movies, a lot of sci, you know, like sort of pop culture, modern-y stuff. Really, really fun show. Uh, they've got, well, they have several shows rather, but uh, Sans Pants Radio is a good collection of uh, of products. Do recommend them for your podca- podcast listening pleasure. Um, it's mostly Aussies and Kiwis uh, that put it together. Again, really good. Uh, I have to give another shout out to the Weekly Planet. That's the official podcast of ComicBookMovie.com, which uh, I will get to in a moment. But uh, the Weekly Planet is very good. It's by it's two guys that get on. They're very good, very good friends with each other, and they uh, uh, they've like known each other their whole life. And it basically sounds like a conversation you would have with a good friend over you know things like the Star Wars movie or Hey, we just saw the James Bond movie and we think it's balls. Like that would be bad, by the way. Uh, so it's it's usually a really good time, and they're both really really intelligent, very sharp, uh, good good stuff. Um, another podcast recommendation would be Movie Fights. Uh, highly recommend that one. That's actually pretty funny. That's they take a lot of sort of semi famous internet media personalities. Uh, they bring them into a live studio, and then they uh, literally like pose them very hypothetical questions. Uh, about movies and it's it's sort of a debate and that's scored it's there's, there's a pretty it's pretty interesting little game show style format and it's really entertaining they have some really neat stuff they had elijah wood on it the other day and it was pretty good because they would force him into answering questions like which alive elijah wood movie is, is worse this one or this one you know or uh, or how bad was this was this event in the Lord of the Rings X? Uh, and he he was a very good sport about it. Really good podcast. And they're also usually featured in a lot of the the major uh, kind of Comic Con type uh, type settings. They they usually do live events there that are incredibly well supported by a lot of folks in in the uh, in the movie industry and things like that. So it, that's a fun one to watch. Or a fun one to listen to, rather, and you can actually see it see it live when on the YouTube. They actually you can see the in studio version, uh, and it is very game show esque. It's about an hour long. It, it's pretty good. Uh, and then the the last thing, as uh, as I've done on a few occasions, I do recommend ComicBookMovie.com. That is probably one of the I would say the gold standard for pop culture type, uh, you know, nerdists, if you will, in terms of uh, like comic book, science fiction type type news for TV movies, etc. It's really, really good. And they're, and they're actually quite, quite accurate, by the way. Uh, they do aggregate some things. They have a lot of different people that contribute to the site, but they're very, very, very well done and very, uh, a, a fairly professional website. It's actually pretty fun to kind of troll around there occasionally. And they do update it, I think usually daily. So I think that, that, 
kills it for the shout outs in terms of a lot of the media. Um, trying to think if there's any more that I would throw out there that's in my kind of go-to bag of things to check out. Ah, there's one. If you go to YouTube, type in bat in the sun, one word, bat in the sun. It's a channel. It's a, uh, he's a freelance guy's a freelance movie producer and it is, he is hilarious. Well, not hilarious, but he does these really, really well done, like, you know, generally six to 10 minute shorts of like your favorite never going to happen comic book or science fiction movie fight. Like he did Batman versus Darth Vader, which is starting to make its way around the internet. If you haven't seen that, uh, but he's really good. He did like a Deadpool versus the Joker, which was very funny. Uh, let's see Wolverine versus the predator. He's got like a whole, a whole absolute list of these and they're in exceptionally well done. Uh, so they basically go down to different uh, comic book shops in LA and they, they do interviews with people and kind of get their opinion. Then they, he puts together a, you know, like I said, you know, somewhere between a five and five and 10 minute, uh, short fight reel. And it, it's for some stuff that a guy is basically not getting paid any money to do. It's really fucking good. Uh, so highly recommend you check out bat in the sun, one word on YouTube. And I would be interested to hear you guys. If you go check that out, let me know what you think next time we do a show. It'll be, it'll be, it'll, uh, it'll be pretty interesting. Let me know what your favorite one was. So, on that note, guys, I think we're going to call it uh, call it quits for the night. It's been a short show, a uh, little bit under an hour, but that is what happens sometimes. So here is our plead and our plight to the listening audience and or the, those that uh, download the podcast, uh, all like eight or nine of you. Uh, so we, what we would like are some recommendations on show format and show topics. Uh, and we're starting to, to really get into branching out and looking at some different things that we can get into and focus on in the show. And we've been doing this for quite a while. So, uh, what we don't want to do is like plateau or regress. We actually want to continue to kind of, you know, develop the show a little bit more and actually get it a little bit sharper, uh, because we, you know, we're, we're trying our best here to actually put together something that's pretty fun for people to listen to other than folks just bitching at each other. So, uh, we really do. We really would appreciate any feedback if you can give us on uh, on Twitter at for let's see at Jason Larison uh, on Twitter at OCD Trekkie and at Pokey I Draven. Don't, I don't read suggestions though. I, yes, I really, yes, you will. I don't care about people or their opinions. And this this is why we have to have that corporate meeting that we were talking about where we're going to take all your shares away and are sit we, down. Are we incorporated? We so, should incorporate. There's a radio commercial that says that we can like. Being, you know, serious risk of losing our personal assets if we don't incorporate our business. Well, we. But they don't provide financial or legal advice. This is this is true. So and it takes about fifteen dollars to incorporate. Uh, so that's okay. Um, but we do we do actually we would really like some suggestions or feedback from the audience. So if you guys can hit us up or you get us in our in game Skype uh, at the uh, Biomass Green Room uh, on that Skype channel, uh, we'd really enjoy that. So thank you very much for you guys, your patronage, not your Patreonage. So we, we get no money for this, uh, and we have not asked for any, and probably won't in the near future. But we do, we do want money. We can ask uh, for money. Not yet. Not until we actually have. You have to be slightly more professional than we are now. We have to incorporate to ask for money. That's money, please. My God, Captain, Captain, interrupt us here. You're almost as bad as Heracles Porsche. Uh, so on that note, Boom. we're going to go ahead and call this. 
call this uh, this episode done and we'll bring it to a close, guys. We had a lot of fun as usual. Uh, it's just really late, really, really late for me right now. So that's why I'm telling. Like I'm probably about to go to sleep. So, uh, folks, we're going to land the plane and we appreciate uh, you guys listening to us again. So, good night and good luck. Hashtag yeah. Port Desk Five One Four. <laughs>